This is your Polycast for Tuesday, May 26th, your daily check-in on Minnesota politics. I'm Mike Mulcahy with NPR News. On today's edition, results from the latest Minnesota poll. Lots of people have opinions these days about how Governor Tim Walz is guiding Minnesota through the COVID-19 pandemic. Complaints seem to outweigh compliments lately, but the results of a new statewide survey show strong support for Walls and that most Minnesotans favor a move to voting by mail for the November election. Tim Pugmire has the story. James Robbins says he voted for Tim Walls in 2018 and would do it again if he can in two years. Robbins is a retired insurance marketing underwriter from Minnetonka. He was among the 65% of respondents to the NPR News Star Tribune Carol Evan Minnesota poll who approved of Walls' job performance. Robin says he's been mostly impressed with the state's response to the pandemic. I think overall he's done a he's done a credible job, maybe a a B or a B plus job, maybe even higher than that in a very difficult situation. The governor's numbers were positive in all regions of Minnesota. His strongest approval came in Hennepin and Ramsey County, followed by the metro suburbs. Walls did better among women than men statewide. As opposed to the 65% who approve of the job he's doing, 30% said they disapprove and 5% weren't sure. Luke Peterson of Egan said he believes the governor is concerned about safety. If he makes one call, you have a group of people that are going to be mad. If he makes another call, you're going to have a group of people who be mad. and You have to kind of weigh the decisions, and I think he's choosing to you know, keep people safe over, over everything else. And, that's what I agree with, so that's why I answered the poll the way I did. The three days of polling last week concluded on the same day that Walls made his latest announcement on the state's COVID-19 response. The plan that allows restaurants to offer only outdoor dining and keeps in place restrictions on churches and other activities has received significant pushback. Business owners and religious leaders were among those complaining loudly in recent days. Jacob Damianic, a poll respondent from Champlin, doesn't think Walls is doing a good job. He wants the governor to allow more types of businesses to reopen. People need to get back to work. People need to get back in the gym for health reasons, for anxiety reasons, for you know peace of mind. And um, I don't believe that um, another month is going to make a difference. Barbara Zurich, a business owner from Ham Lake, is also among those critical of Walls. I think he's overreacted by shutting everything down and treating us like we're children. We have rights, so we should be able to decide what we want to do. Zurich is also concerned about voting by mail, even though 59% said they support a change in state law to allow every registered voter to receive a ballot by mail for the November election. 37% opposed such a change, and 4% were undecided. Zurich is among those raising concerns about election security. It's just not the way to vote. When you're supposed to vote, you're supposed to go to the polls and vote. And that's the way it should stay. During the recently completed legislative session, DFL lawmakers made an unsuccessful push for voting by mail. Republicans strongly opposed the move. President Trump is also a vocal opponent. The partisan divide was reflected in the poll results with 97% of Democrats in favor of voting by mail and 74% of Republicans opposed. James Robbins said he plans to vote in person this year, 
but he thinks the pandemic makes voting by mail necessary. People are scared. I get that. I really do. So I think anything that we have to do to facilitate voting, especially for a growing uh, elderly population, is something we need to do. The poll of 800 randomly selected registered voters was conducted by telephone from May 18th through the 20th. The margin of error is plus or minus 3.5 percentage points. I'm Tim Pugmire, NPR News. The first snapshot of the presidential race in Minnesota shows Democrat Joe Biden with a slight edge over Republican incumbent Donald Trump. Brian Baxt has more on our new NPR News, Star Tribune, and CARE 11 Minnesota poll. The challenger Biden is at 49%, the incumbent Trump at 44 That's where this race sits for now, with about 7% telling Mason-Dixon polling and strategy that they're undecided. 800 people were called on a landline or cell phone between last Monday and Wednesday. There's a margin of sampling error of 3.5 percentage points. The election is a solid five months away. Plenty can and will change. But there's a strong sense that how Trump navigates the pandemic and the ensuing economic fallout will be a defining issue. NPR News political analyst Todd Rapp, a Democrat, and Maureen Shaver, a Republican, agree on that. It will be the critical issue of the fall campaign, and here's why. Donald Trump will demand that this campaign be about him. That's the nature of his personality. And the pandemic crisis will demand that attention is placed on the president. This campaign um, from the top down has always going to have been a referendum on President Trump. And I don't believe the pandemic has changed that, but it has definitely complicated that. Trump's standing in the head-to-head numbers are close to his approval rating. 45% of poll respondents back his job performance, compared with 53% who don't. Both Biden and Trump have their respective party bases locked down. 95% for each. Susan Pfeiffer, a 76-year-old retiree from Park Rapids, is a Republican who hopes Trump gets four more years. To begin with, he's not a politician. He's a businessman. And this country is a business. And I think he's running it like a business. And that's the way it should be run. Pfeiffer likes Trump's tough line toward China. She says his call to reopen the economy faster is the right move, calling coronavirus-related restrictions overblown. Eileen Jansen is 60 lives in Spring Lake Park, and works for a financial institution. She leans left politically, but was willing to give Trump a shot in the early going. I was hopeful that, you know, it would work out okay. She says the president has performed poorly in responding to the pandemic, hasn't listened enough to health experts, and has made questionable comments about untested remedies. I guess I would give him a D if I had to grade him from A to F. Jansen intends to vote for Biden. Women decidedly favor Biden. There's a more than 20 percentage point preference gap. But men are just as tilted in Trump's direction. Biden is running strongest in the counties covering the Twin Cities and nearby areas. Trump has a clear edge in greater Minnesota. 54-year-old Mark Peterson owns a small auto repair business in Owatonna. He's weathered this economic downturn so far. And he says he has faith in Trump to steer the country back to financial health. The things he says and does make sense, and I think that We're giving way too much money to people that shouldn't be getting it and don't deserve it. And I think all of of his border policies are right on spot. I agree with most of everything he says. Analyst Maureen Shaver, an advisor to past Republican governors and candidates, says Trump's campaign can certainly afford to contest Minnesota. 
but how long it's a focus is a real question. I think Minnesota will have an enormous turnout, as we always do in a presidential year. So clearly there's, there is an uh, opportunity for the president. But I think he's, um, I think with the state of the economy, I think with where people turned even in the last election in 2018, he's got some work to do. Trump's campaign has made an earlier political investment here than any Republican in recent memory. With the president's encouragement, his supporters are leading some of the protests to lift coronavirus restrictions. Todd Rapp, a past DFL party political director, says it's no accident. That is the strategy here. Make Democrats sound like they will do, they will go to extremes on an issue that really needs better balance. The Minnesota poll found that two-thirds of Trump voters believe the state's efforts to slow the virus spread have gone too far, while 81% of Biden's backers say they were about right. Brian Baxt, NPR News. The poll also finds that most Minnesotans think measures to curb the spread of coronavirus were worth it. 57% think the stay-at-home restrictions were about right, while 32% think they went too far. Reham Fashir has that part of the story. Elena Bazell isn't planning to change much of her current routine now that the stay-at-home order has been lifted. She and her husband will still work from home, she'll only shop when necessary, and she's even skipped a funeral service for her grandfather in Iowa. We feel guilty about leaning no on it, but it just seems like the better choice. Bazell is 39 years old and has asthma, so she's pretty worried about the virus and says restrictions that Minnesota Governor Tim Walz has put in place have been appropriate to slow the spread of COVID-19. The Minneapolis woman even says they didn't go far enough. Just thinking, you know, I hear about friends in other states that have like mask rules and stuff, and that seemed like a reasonable thing. Bazell is one of 800 registered Minnesota voters who participated in an NPR News Star Tribune Care 11 poll that showed the majority of Minnesotans agreed with Walls' decisions to close things down. 59% of respondents believe that the measures were worth it to protect people and limit the spread of coronavirus. The poll exposed divisions across geography, gender, and political parties. Greater Minnesota residents, men and Republicans, were less likely to support the governor's orders. I think it's excessive and way beyond what was necessary. That's Mark Peterson, a 54-year-old auto repair shop owner from Owatonna. He says he's watched his old business, another shop he sold a year ago, take a financial hit from the state's shutdown. Peterson represents a third of respondents who say restrictions have done more harm than good by placing unnecessary burdens on people and the economy. His own business didn't suffer much, but his wife was furloughed for two weeks. I really don't see any evidence that this is any worse than any other flu or other disease we've been through that we didn't run and hide from. But experts disagree and say the new coronavirus is deadlier than the flu. Peterson plans to resume all of his normal activities now that the stay-at-home order has been lifted. The poll also measured attitudes toward mask wearing in public. 74% of Minnesotans say they've worn a mask while leaving the house within the past week. And while there is vast support for masks among Democrats, Republicans are divided. Peterson, a Republican, says he doesn't see the point. I don't wear a mask because I'm not worried about myself. And I'm not worried about me giving it to somebody else. So there's there's really, for me, no purpose to wear a mask. People who aren't showing symptoms can still spread the virus. And Bazell, a Democrat, wishes the state would require people to wear masks. Sounds like the worst is yet to come from what I've been hearing. As much as it has been hard to be at home, it you know, it seems like 
the, you know, we didn't have the catastrophic situation like they had in New York and elsewhere, but sicknesses just always tend to get worse in the fall. Attitudes around the state may have shifted since the survey ended. The three days of polling concluded on the same day last week that Walls made his latest announcement on the state's COVID-19 response. The governor has allowed for patio dining only starting June 1st. It was a decision that has drawn rebuke from restaurateurs that were preparing for more business. As frustration grows around restrictions of group gatherings, state leaders warn that a peak in cases is still expected this summer. Reham Fashir, NPR News. And that's your Polycast for this Tuesday, your daily check-in on Minnesota politics. I'm Mike Mulcahy with NPR News.